welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, what's up? What's well, happening? I'm pouring beer out. <laughs> We're oh, off to a good start. Ah, uh, aren't we? Always a good start. Always a good sign. Always a good sign. So, uh, nothing's been new since we last recorded because it was literally like three minutes ago. So, uh, any new video games you playing? Well, did you play in Elden Ring? No, I haven't no? yet. No? I've been uninstalling a whole shitload of video games lately. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was getting... I had one that I was playing a lot of, and it was like a three-person team-based shooter. And You mean Destiny? No, not Destiny. Oh, okay. The Aliens Fire Team game. Oh, okay. And I uninstalled it after I... So the other two people, their combined score, I almost quadrupled. And I'm like, I'm done here. Like, I, I'm Get good, noobs. Yeah, get good, noobs. Get good. Uh, no. What about TV Jeff doesn't play video games anymore. I, you know, I was going to say, I was letting Wells finish because I'm really bad about interrupting him. So I was you doing are. my best to you not are. interrupt him. Because I hate it when people interrupt me. So I'm trying to be you mean like this? Yes. Knock, knock. There. Interrupting cow. Interrupting <gasps> <gasps> Sorry. Uh, uh, apologies to all of you listening with earbuds. Yeah. Your, your, your <laughs> recent death is... Wow. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, uh, did y'all hear that uh, Justin Timberlake is joining the joining the Ukrainian war effort? Uh oh. Yep, he's going to be deployed somewhere near the Crimea River. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to use that one tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I I have played through. I bought the uh, Batman Return to Arkham. Mm-hmm. So I went through and I, and I did. Uh, yeah, I, I played through Arkham Asylum. I didn't bother all the collectibles. I just played through the story. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Arkham City, um, I'm going through getting the collectibles on, but what I what I came to realize about Arkham City is that it literally, like, each mission is, hey, you know how you're on the east side of the map? We need you on the west side of the map. And then you get the west side of the map, you're like, oh, hey, cool, you forgot something on the east side of the map. Go all the way back over there. It's like dr- uh, dragging around a drunk Uber Yeah, and there's passenger. no, yeah, there's no, like, easy, I can't tell you the number of times that I've, like, Soared over that stupid church in the middle of that damn map. Feels like a lot. They gotta make it all purdy, you know. They gotta make you look at the hours and hours these poor artists had to sure. grind out on. Sure. Uh, meanwhile, I'm just flying above everything. I'm not paying any attention to any of the details. So, yeah. But no, like, you know, like that was um, that's my only thing. Uh, TV wise, um, finished up 1883. Caught up on Yellowstone. I know you guys aren't big Taylor Sheridan fans or haven't started any of his stuff, but like I enjoy it. It's good. Uh, started Killing Eve. Um, got through the first season of that. A couple episodes of the second. It's kind of fun. Fair enough. Start Futurama again. I mean, why not? It's always good. I can't believe they're going to do that without Bender. Yeah. That's some bullshit. I'm yeah. still holding out hope that their contract will get negotiated. Yeah, no joke, because that's... Absolutely depressed me. You go back and watch the original. It's like it's it's like eighty percent Bender. Yeah, hundred with cocaine and hookers. All right, and blackjack. Oh, that's right, blackjack and hookers. Yeah, sorry, not cocaine. Sexual harassment. Oh wait, sorry, I was talking about modern. So this really kind of surprised me, but then didn't at the same time. Uh, We talked a few episodes ago about. Modern Times closing some tap rooms, and now it kind of... like half their tap rooms. 
now it kind of seems like they're in some serious debt and they're looking to get bought out. Yeah. And they don't care who the heck buys them either. It was open season. Whoever has some uh, help, help. We are drowning. Yeah. So they had a new CEO come in in the fall and it it's talk about a shitty situation. You show up, you're like the new CEO, you get like brought I think she wasn't um I don't I don't think it was a promotion from within. So, you know, you're a couple of weeks into the job and you start looking at the the brewery's finances and you know, their the financial situation and it's like, "Oh crap, we are screwed." So, um again, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh Half their tap rooms have been closed. 73 people have been laid off. Uh, that's right. Joined the board of directors in July 2021. I was made interim CEO in October. Officially took over the role in January. Yikes. Like, that's just... that's Talk about, like, being thrown to the wolves on your like your first day. No kidding. And, and you know, too, you, you stop and think about... And I know it's been a hot minute, but... Do you remember how big Modern Times used to be in the, oh, the craft beer circle? it was such a big deal. Like They had their own festival, yeah. uh, or just coffee, I think, wasn't it? Yep. And, you know, when we got to t- uh, try the week series uh, and how rare some of the, mo- the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no, that's Friday. that's the brewery. Was that the brewery? The brewery does... Day, basically oh, that's like Black, right. Black Monday Mocha. Yeah, Wednesday, I always mix up the brewery or Black Tuesday times for some reason. I don't know. Okay, why. would you like to start over? No. Should we just cut this whole damn thing? So no. We talk about the wrong brewery. Yeah. I. What do you know? Show two. Josh talks about the wrong brewery. Show two. Big Show surprise. One. Doesn't matter. Show anything. Josh doesn't know beer. No, I don't anymore. I don't pay attention to beer like I used to. It's kind of like having a metal podcast and not listening to metal. That's kind of how I feel like with beer half the time. Anymore. We like to party. I just I don't know what's going on anymore. I feel so lost. Somebody help Josh me. Josh is just happy to have his uh, Topo Chico hard seltzers. Yeah. That's all he cares about. Or or coming up uh, the Mountain Dew hard Dude, seltzers. Dude, I'm, 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 I'm buying that Mountain no, you're Dew not. hard seltzer, and I'm bringing that shit on, and we're going to have Baja Blast hard Mountain Dew on this damn show. <sighs> Anyways, Wells, back to the story. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking up what uh, modern times beers we might know. So maybe don't they, talk to me real quick. They, okay. Well, I, I feel like we've had a couple on the show. We have. None of them had like what I would call big time names. Right. You know, like like some like we all know modern times may or makes good beer. Yeah. But like I'm, it's one of those things where like I'm struggling to think of a name of a beer that they made that really clicks. Yeah. No, no, just at all. Oh, because okay. you know, like we just well, and I mean, I guess to that point, I just mixed them up with the brewery. So yeah. what does that tell you? Yeah. Like, like I know their cans. I know it's distinctive. I know their coffee stuff was really good. I just, you know, to me, it's kind of like burial stuff. Like, I, so often I never have the same beer twice. I don't log it in my memory at all. Right. It, it exists as a check-in on Untapped. Which, well, is, you have any which is where I'm looking it up. Um, yeah, we had. Modern or modern times, the the Black House Coffee Stout yes. is like I their that. number one thing. Mm-hmm. Eighty one thousand check ins. Holy cow! Um, other than that, it's like Fortunate Islands uh, was a pale ale. 
uh, Monsters Park. We, uh, Monsters we've, Park. We've had a number of those. I think Josh missed that one, actually. Really? I think uh, that was the one we did at, our, at my house. Was Maybe. that when I was in the Dominican? Yeah, because uh, uh, Mark brought... Because I remember it was like a super expensive can, and it was a really big deal. And um, Monsters Park, Bourbon Barrel... Yeah, July of 2018. Yep, I'd have been in the Dominican. That was a show you missed out on when we had uh, Pliny the Elder, Sanctification, Supplication, Consecration, Monsters Park, and uh, Three Fonts, Oud No, I saw the lineups while I was in Craft Bigger Hell. Yep. Yep. So I I've only had like a dozen it. modern times beers. Like, exactly. Um, <sighs> so this isn't going to like crush me, but... You know, if if they get bought or clothes or whatever, but at the same time, you just hate to have such a recognizable name, um, and especially you know, like they had a coffee roastery too. They mm-hmm. had like a, as Jeff was saying, a a coffee festival that was pretty neat. Coffee beer, different, just regular coffees. Um, you hate to see it. So let's play the game. Yes. Who? Who's going to buy them? Is going to buy them. What's not going to be AB? Constellation. Right, because AB can't. AB can't without a... Government approval. Yeah, so we're looking at... God. Constellation. (laughs) Kings and Convicts. Okay, so Wells is on Kings and Convicts. Jeff, you're on Constellation. Yeah, because I feel like... Who is it that we keep talking about Constellation buying? Well, Constellation... the, The talks that... Now, what is Monster, which is all of the right, AB Constance stuff? Buy Monster, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, or, I feel like, I feel like that's one that's like maybe not gonna quite fly. In the M and A, folks are gonna be like, we got to buy somebody, and somebody's gonna say like, hey, Modern Times, they're gonna be like, sold. I mean, bought. I mean, yes. Okay, are you ready for my bold prediction? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Weed company. No, I think in my heart of hearts, Starbucks mm, Boulevard. It's time. It's time! Sierra Nevada gets into the game and starts to buy breweries. No. That's what I'm saying right now. This is their first one. Uh, You know what? This is one of the cases where I'm like, okay, Josh, I hear what you're saying. You are heard. You are seen. I'll take the field. Okay. I I know you guys say no, but I think this is... we're, We're getting to that point where... It ain't much longer before what Sierra Nevada is is going to change, and this could be a game changer for them. I don't see it. I, I just don't see. Yeah, but did you see Goose Island getting bought? Did you see half of this other shit happening? Uh, I didn't. No, I just don't see the need for Sierra Nevada to buy anybody. Well, I don't. They're, know they're that doing it's a an, perfectly good job of I, maintaining I, I don't their think own it's brand. A, I know that. I don't think it's a need. I think it's a. We realize we have to do something else at some point down the road. Why do they? I. I mean. If they had like stockholder pressure to perform better, uh, maybe, but they're not a huge multinational that needs to write off American taxes some way. No, I, 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 I don't. A good point there. Good point I, I there. I don't think they, I don't think the, the, I don't think the need is there like it is for some of the others who were stagnating, their sales were dropping, and they needed to come up with a new way to generate income and that new way was through basically acquiring a customer base like I don't know if you saw this Carvana bought some freaking car auction place just for their inventory huh. 
So they've got more used cars to sell. Of course. How cra- It was like $2 billion or some shit. It's not that stupid one that's on the auto channel all the time, right? That big fancy auction of the crazy... Anyways, as you look that up. Okay, so my other guess, if it, if Sierra Nevada doesn't... Oh, no, no, no. That- you've already committed. And we're taking the field. So that, that, Sierra that, Nevada that's is nine hours away from modern times in San Diego. Like, mm-hmm. the almost the entire... Length of California way. It's, they're, they're it's, get it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Ugh. Other than that, it will be whoever the hell owns Boulevard and everybody else. Oh, like Duvel? Duvel. Yeah. Duvel, Duvel. whatever. That would be my other guess. A D E S A. Okay. No idea who that is. A D, a, the second largest wholesale vehicle auction in the U.S. And, and meanwhile, like I'll read this article, it's cracking me up because it's called. Re, uh, car remarketing. It's not used cars. It's mm. remarketing. It's remarketing. Hey, Jeff, just a second ago, you said you felt seen, you felt heard, right? All right. You said that to me. Yeah. Well, I would like you to look and see at the key word there that you said and Wells and I gave you shit for for That's a right. long time. What That's is right. that word? Hot burn, bitches. Uh huh. And uh, what's happening with hot burn, Wells? So the Brewers Association just made some changes to their judging, um, to their to their style guidelines, and one thing that's one thing that's going to be addressed is clarity in IPAs. But another thing is the issue of hop burn, and that's when I mean it's basically a kind of hot. It's science. It is. It is, Bitches. but yeah. so basically, yeah, if, Mr. White. If you're doing a long dry hop on hop pellets, the what the polyphenols in hops, the in the vegetal matter kind of leave an unpleasant hot kind of taste to that. As it turns out, Jeff is let's just say sensitive towards. Yeah, and and, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, it. I know it can be fine for like you two didn't have any issue with it right for me like it just it was off-putting you know right and sometimes that's how we perceive flavors and we perceive taste and beer and how it flows and yeah there are things that we agree on there are things that we don't and and that was just something that i didn't care for and y'all made fun of me about but like deep down like you can't change what i taste yeah absolutely you can make fun of me for thinking i'm tasting something but like this is what i taste and it yeah. is what it is and now it's actually official so what are they doing about the hot burn? They've changed the definitions. Uh, they're judging guidelines to address hot burn, acknowledge hot burn, and hopefully judge against it. Okay, so so it's not like a like, and, I, and I'm, I know I'm being a little snarky about it, but it's not like they're setting up a special like hot burn category. But like this is clearly something. Then what from if I'm understanding you, and I didn't read this one. This is something that they are suggesting is an off, like not an off flavor, but a, an undesirable. Yes, something that's present in certain uh, IPAs or especially hazy IPAs that haven't extended, uh, like maybe too long in the dry hop, and it's just an acknowledgement that these flavors can't exist and shouldn't. I can dig it. Yeah, 
I mean, I saw this article and I thought of you. I'm like, man, I'm going to add this to the show notes yeah, just for Jeff. And I appreciate that. I mean, like to, to me, you know, so it's a little bit of validation that I'm not completely insane, just mildly. Right. And, but at the same time, like clearly this is an unintended effect that can separate a good brewery from a bad brewery. Yeah. Yeah. So, or whereas, a good hazy. Whereas, whereas nobody was probably paying attention to it before. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe we'll start to see some of that. And, and I feel like the reduction of this, whether it bothered you or didn't, the reduction of this is probably a good thing across the board. Well, well 100%. And, yeah. And the way that I looked at this, to be 100% honest with you, when I was looking over these stories today, uh, not only did I felt like, okay, as much shit as we gave Jeff about this, and I knew it was a real thing too, but it was fun. Oh yeah, no, no, look, we we all know that part of this show is busting balls for the sake of busting. Yes, yeah. but it it was fun for number one for it to see actually for you from your standpoint them validate it, and then from my standpoint of I've experienced it too. I just don't really like to talk about it. Oh, and now my hazies are really either going to improve or they're going to become just shit that I don't want to touch because I know they're going to get yeah. I hot mean, burned to shit. I, I, I feel like the, the the guidelines are great for being guidelines for contest submissions, right? Valid point. That doesn't necessarily mean that your brewery down the street is suddenly going to start paying attention to this. But it might it mean... Might. But it might mean that your average, I was going to say craft beer consumer, but we want to go a couple levels above that. Like your craft beer, like super taster, whatever, learns a new, whatever, learns what that tastes like. You mean a Cicerone? Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but, but, you know, your average craft beer aficionado, um, can like oh okay now that i know what hot burn is man this brewery down the street is really doing a bad job of like having hot burn in some of their hazies and um maybe they're spending a little bit too much time in the dry hop and uh so maybe i'll say something to them and or maybe they'll they'll laugh at me maybe they'll laugh at me but maybe they'll take that under consideration and maybe they'll make their beer better you never know. And uh, this is just uh, an educational tool that we can only hope uh, affects change. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you know, kind of like some of the other beer styles that have come and gone, but that... Like the Brute IPA? Well, let's, let's forget Brute, but Sours. Remember how big yep. Sours were? And then everybody made them, and now we're to the point where... Most of the sours we have, even I don't like them, they are made way more to style yep. than they used to be. Yeah. And granted, that takes a couple of years for that to happen. Sure. And so maybe that's where this new hot burn thing gets us is in a few years, all the hazies that I'm now experiencing are just that much better than what they are today. Yeah. The cynic in me says, as much as you think it's going to change, it's not. Because at the end of the day, they're going to keep making the beer that sells. They and, are. And I, you're right. And, and like fundamentally, I would hope that a brewery owner would would try their beer and say, "Yeah, I see what they're talking about. We can make our process a little better, make better beer." But there are breweries who want to make better beer, and there are breweries who want to just sell more beer. 
And if making better beer costs more, that's not a good option for some. Yeah. And and maybe there are just some breweries that are content to leave a bad taste in their cons- customers' mouths. Literally. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Uh, so, Wells, you, you posted the story. Damn and straight. All, all I had to, to, to just say to myself is, why is this still a thing? Like, seriously, we're two years into this. Why? Why? Why does a brewery owner have... And I haven't even read the article. Threes Brewing pulled from menus after CEO's anti-vax rule tweet. Why are CEOs still tweeting about vaccine shit? Like, just shut up, re- keep your opinions to yourself, and not have it impact your business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty simple. Yeah, I mean, that that's step number one. Is, is shut just, up? Is maybe just shut up. Just shut but, up. But step number two is... Okay, so you couldn't shut up. Well, shut up now and don't double down on your idiocy. So in case y'all haven't been keeping up with this whole thing, uh, the CEO of Threes Brewing in Brooklyn, New York, has uh, claimed that COVID vaccines are a, quote, crime against humanity, end quote. And they cause um, hot burn. Yeah, <laughs> As to the, in another quote, as to the specific tweets comparing vaccine mandates to historical atrocities, I stand by my comments. So basically. Cool story, bro. I know. Vaccine mandates are something that Nazis would have used and some shit. And I'm against discrimination. And these mandates discriminate by creating a two-tier society based on arbitrary biomedical status. Dude, shut the fuck up. Shutting up is free as yeah. far as far. Yeah. Like I've never, yeah. I, as someone that has gotten smacked down on Twitter rightfully um, recently, you, you just kind of like shutting up is free. Keeping yeah. your mouth shut is free. Yeah. Um, being an idiot in public is have, also free. No, being an idiot in public has a cost. It does, but it's also free to do, which what's, is what's free which, to do, but it costs you. The, the problem that a lot of people still haven't learned is that shutting your mouth is free. Being an idiot is also free. But then what happens after you be an idiot is what's going to cost you. And who do you impact when you open your mouth when nobody was asking? Like, yeah, that's the thing that, that, that drives me nuts is you've got a CEO of a company. And I've never heard of Threes Brewing. I hadn't either. It could be 20 employees. It could be 200 employees. They make some good stuff. Sure. But because an individual had an opinion and felt like they had to vocalize it on social media, it now has impacted everyone in that company. Yep. Imagine being a sales rep for Threes Brewing, Mm -hmm. going in trying to sell your beer only to hear, oh, isn't your owner the one that, you know, is anti-vax and blah, 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 and all of this? Like, that sucks. Just lead in in like you don't have to get into this yep yeah but some people can't help themselves they literally can't help themselves from diarrhea of the mouth and yeah you know we literally have been talking about shit like that the, maybe not this this but i mean you know we've been well we've had diarrhea of the mouth since 2013 i was and i was to say how many times over the years have we said that 
there are a lot of people that own breweries that probably shouldn't because they don't know anything about business. They know about beer. They don't know shit about business. And rule about business 101 is you keep your opinions to yourself. You don't express them to the world. Yeah. If nobody's asking, you probably shouldn't volunteer that. Well, and you shouldn't volunteer, period, if you ask me. Like, especially, again, back to, to, to what Jeff was just saying, I don't know how big threes is, but now all of a sudden, me opening my big dumb mouth has affected everybody else yep. underneath me and not just the sales reps but also the sellermen that yep. might not have as many kegs to fill now because yep. they don't have as many orders going out the delivery drivers that are going to get laid off the shift brewers that might not be necessary as production takes a 50 percent drop um i mean we've seen this locally i'm not going to name drop that brewery because i think we beat that dead horse enough but into glue uh yeah uh but you know, it's what happens when a, a brewery owner kind of steps outside their lane and is just like, hey, I have some kind of bullshit personal opinions that are going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. And then they cry that there's consequences to their actions. Oh, darn it. Like, it's just hard for me to feel sorry for CEOs like this. Yeah. And Threes had just made a push into North Carolina this year, maybe late last year, I can't remember when it was that I had the first trot, but I've had like three or four threes brewing beers in Charlotte. And, and at this point, like, I'm just, it's not like they're my down the street no. brewery that I right. just can't fucking live without. There, There's thousands of options out there and, you know, just, I, I don't want to put money in somebody's pocket that's an idiot. Yep. If I can help it at least. So and you don't and the thing is you don't need to. No, I don't. I absolutely do not need to put money in an idiot's pocket. Yeah, exactly. Uh I, I, I don't know a good way to say I've got some hot take ways to segue this one. <laughs> oh I, yeah. So this is just a, a press release because I couldn't find an article that I liked on the topic. But uh so Charlotte has a new brewery as of recently. Yeah. Uh well it has been ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, one of the older breweries in Germany, uh, Gilda Brewery, uh, has opened... Is it Gilda or Gilda? Gilda. Gilda. Like Gilda Radner. Okay. So... I was always curious. Yes. It's Gilda. I mean, German too. It's not Gilda. This isn't like... Anyway. Cool story, guys. Shut up. Anywho. So for now, it's a tap room slash restaurant... Uh, that's opened in the lower South End area of you Charlotte. You mean Loso? Loso? <laughs> yes. But also, I, I, I do think this is worth noting. This, this is, is across their... the street from uh, Red Clay, right? Uh, not too far away. It's like three doors away, maybe four. This but is it's on the same street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Close this away. is their first brewery outside of Germany. Like this isn't. This isn't a. So we're in the states. We're gonna move here. This is a. We have decided to make a big international move. And, and like, to I would love Charlotte. to sit down with these folks and understand. I'd love to actually get the truth and not just like the spin on it. But like, you're going to move to the U.S. Cool. You want to start a brew pub? Cool. Charlotte? I know. Like, why here? It It is strange. I know we've got... And 
you know old Mecklenburg has to be at least on their radar as, for sure as a German style making brewery in Charlotte. And Charlotte's also close to the BMW plant, but in Spartanburg, those yeah. those folks do travel. Sure, but go Greenville. Well, like, I don't know. Yeah, why here? Why Charlotte? I I don't well, know. Well, not only Charlotte, but uh, why not Cincinnati? Like when you think of German towns, uh, Cincinnati's got a lot of German settlements there. My, uh, my hometown area, Southern Indiana, tons of German. You ask, and I'm looking at Wells here. You let you ask Liz about like, you know, Gersthaus and um, Daywigs and Hobbs and and and, and um, what's the? Uh, yeah, it's too bad she doesn't listen to the show anymore. Uh, she never did. Well, she did up until, you know. You joined? I got it. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Honestly, we have lots, lots, lots of listeners because of Wells. So, oh, we, you know, oh, give me a break. <laughs> but, but going back to what we all said, I, I think we all had the same reaction of, why here? Why? You know, like. Why? I, look, I, I don't have I don't have any issue with a German brewery coming to America and opening up a brew pub. No, I, no, no. I get no. it. It makes sense. But like, why would you come here when you've got a pretty well entrenched German brew pub already? You know what? Like Atlanta would make a ton of sense. There's, you know. Yeah. Go go there, and, and or again, and I know Cincinnati's not a booming metropolis, but if you want to stay, you know, close to German roots, that's a very German centric town. Like, or yep. you know, the Midwest is chock full of them, not just Absolutely. Cincinnati. Absolutely. So that's yeah, yep. where my mind is just always gone. Of, I would love to sit down with somebody from there, and please give me the real answer, and not like Jeff said, the spin answer of why Charlotte. But hey. They're open now. We had one of their beers on the show, and we're going to have another tonight. So, ciao. Yay. Huzzah. (sighs) Okay, what's going on with this mead that you put in? Because it looks delicious. So, we have had uh, numerous conversations on the show about how we are in search of Sam Adams' Utopias. Correct. Yes. Uh if anybody's listening and has a hookup on Sam Adams Utopias, please hit us up. Uh, and this is not a donation request. No, I mean, we'll pay. We will, we will gladly pay. Just hit us up at, what, contactcraftbeercast.com. Or, or hate or mail. Hate mail, whatever. At CBcast on the Twitters, facebook.com slash craftbeercast. And maybe one day I can get the Instagram shit to work again and I can give Wells the password for it. I, I know, because I requested it like yeah. when we were hanging out and you're just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, anyway. well, I didn't get the email on my phone. I didn't get it until I got home. <sighs> Jerk McGurk. Yeah. So Moonlight Meadery... They're really good. Moonlight Meadery. This yeah. sounds super familiar. Uh, out of New Hampshire. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, they've yeah, been around yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And I do believe we've had a few things of theirs on the show. Maybe. I'll look. Uh, okay. So while he's looking. Continue. Um, anyway, they got their. We have. We have. What What did we have from Moonlight? We had their. Them little apples. Oh, that was oh, good. Oh, that's those guys? And then, I how like do you like the apples. apples? So those are both. Yeah, those were so. Those were so. So good. those are both sizers. I guess we haven't had a a true mead from them, but their meads are 
you know, kind of on the expensive side as as me as does tend, tend to be. To be right, yeah. Um, so I'm paying how much for that little bottle? They have gotten their hands on some barrels that once housed Sam Adams Utopias. And uh, wait, what? Yeah. Okay, but like we had Utopias barreled worldwide stout, and, and valid it was point. a ma- major letdown. Valid point because I don't even remember having it. And then having a text conversation with a old co-host said, hey, I got a bunch of these. Should I buy them? And I was like, yes. And then I sent a message to the group. Or maybe it was no, just, don't. just Jeff. And Save Jeff your- was like, no, don't. No, you, Remember, sent, you sent it to me, too. And I'm like, hey, go, this was kind of a disappointment. The list and we all like categorically, or go back, even better, go back to the episode where we were all categorically deads in the, I'm not mad. I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, so, Utopia Sparrowage Worldwide Stout was kind of a dud. I, I just, I can, not, I can, I can see your trepidation. Say, now. I'm not saying that this wouldn't be good. I just don't have a reason to believe that it is. Well, it's mead I, that's been aged in Utopia Sparrows for ten years. Okay, maybe let me rephrase. Okay, I'm not saying. I don't know if the barrel treatment is going to matter enough for the premium that this un- most likely fifty to sixty dollar for five hundred milliliter bottle is fifty to sixty. That's kind of what their normal stuff is yeah. for a fifty mil. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly, I guess I should have done a little bit more research or found out exactly it's all right how much the, the, this the, the, is the, going to be yeah the real byline here is if you have access to sam adams utopias please reach out to us contact at craftbeercast.com via email at cbcast on the twitters facebook.com slash craftbeercast if that's your method of choice um if if you feel like you have to instagram um maybe tweet josh first and let him know that it's coming um <laughs> right or find me at all the wells at all the wells uh, you know, like, like we, we, we definitely like for, for Josh and I, at least it is the last beer on our bucket list. Yep. We will pay for it. Yep. And then the show will just end at that point. Cause yeah. we've had it. Like, no, well, I don't know about yeah. That. We'll just walk off into the sunset. <laughs> We're good. We'll, we'll have, we'll walk, you and I will walk off into the sunset, both holding onto the bottle yep. simultaneously yep. as Wells takes a picture of us from behind. Yep. Exactly. Mm. That's right. All right. This All right. Is, actually, we'll, that's we'll, probably why we'll never get that beer. Right. Because people are like, oh, shit, I can't send them that beer. They'll, they'll, they'll stop the show. <laughs> just, and meanwhile, there's probably a couple of people out there like, oh, dang, all I got to do to get them to stop the show is send them that beer? Yeah. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Uh, what's going on with Firestone Walker? What are they doing? Well, first off, I'm a little distracted. Uh, so this is the second story from Full Pint that we've had during this recording. And uh, this is the second time that I've seen a whole bunch of ads for Great Notion Brewing, uh-huh. some of the best beer on the planet, man. You need and I will to show you. A pie hole. I, I'm about pie. to because my U block apparently is not working. Yeah, yeah. pie hole isn't perfect, but it is fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to show y'all a, an interesting video uh, after, like during the break. Okay, y- you will wish you could unsee it. It's oh, fantastic. Well, oh gosh, can't yeah. wait for that. So anyway. Uh, going back to this story from the full pint about Firestone Walker releasing their 2022 vintage of Parabola. Barrel-aged Imperial Stout. Yeah. and It then, is quite excellent. It is. And then they're also doing another uh, variant of it called Paraboloid. And what exactly is the difference here? 
Uh, oh, Zoidberg. that's right. It has 5% more Zoidberg. So typically Parabola has been in younger bourbon barrels. Uh, they kind of prefer a six to eight year sure. uh, range. And Paraboloid is going to be uh, mixed in with 14-year-old bourbon barrels and 18-year-old Sazerac rye barrels. It's freaking fantastic. I love Parabola. Any any time that I see a Firestone Walker beer in a anytime I see a Firestone Walker beer in a, a Jesus Christ, Jeff, uh, in a in a cardboard box, I get really excited. Uh, any of those single uh, wrapped vintages that they release, I think I've only had like one dud by them, and everything else has been just like I would sell a small part of my soul for it. They're cocktail knockoffs in the cardboard box. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Suck like, ass. Yeah. yeah. What, I had one. Of, all of those, I have never had a good, like... I think I've only had one of them, so... Yeah. The 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 Stormy Night and the Moscow Mule and oof, the whatever. Oof, oof. What I What I was trying to get Josh to, to zoom, uh, zoom in on, uh, the box on the right, if you look at it, it so... Parabola is vintage number 14, but Paraboloid is Elite Barrel Series. Ooh. And, and I know at least one place that will have these in town. Well, I don't know more than one, but sure. Well, that's, that's cool. I just know one. That's really cool, bro. That's really okay, cool, bro. So, uh, I know if, one. If, uh, so let's just go ahead and all make a blood pact here. Uh, whoever finds it, text the group because I'm definitely looking for two. Yeah. Same. Agreed. And speaking of uh, beverages that we are ISO, uh, this is not one of them. It's uh, not, but no, Jeff, Jeff's, is, Jeff's, happening. Jeff's going to make us. on this damn show. Jeff's going to make us. It's happening. We, we've already talked about this. Uh, and I'm bringing tacos. Our, our final show is going to be Sam Adams Utopias and Hard Sam Mountain Adams, Dew. Hard Mountain yes, Dew. <laughs> and we did talk about the Hard Mountain Dew a few episodes ago. It, thank it, you to Techno Blue from our subreddit. Except it's rolling out now. Yeah, and now, and now it's official. Like uh, It's hit Florida, Tennessee, and what's the other state? Iowa. Iowa, okay. Weird choice, but whatever. Uh, it, I it know. Can't, it can't hit a nationwide release because of rules, so they're having to phase it into states. Sure. Well, they're having to do like, you know, state by state, you know, getting right. label approval, everything. So that gives me time to find the closest Taco Bell to your house, Josh. God. Yeah, it does. It's going to happen. There's going to be some Taco uh, Bell. Sadly, the closest one is Park Road. Wow. Oof. That's yeah. that's like that, 15 that's, minutes away. Yikes. Yeah. That's the closest Taco Bell. <sighs> yeah. I'm into Taco Bell no zone. Yeah. that. I guess for smart reasons, thankfully, because... Drunken Josh would be like, Taco Bell! Baja Blast! Give me that seltzer. Yeah. So uh, each one of these spiked seltzers is only going to be 100 calories, 5% ABV. Compared to a Baja Blast, it's like 1,000 calories. That's that's cool. Baja Blast, your average daily allotment of calories. So does this mean like... We should have regular Baja Blast and alcohol Baja Blast like on the show at the same time? Man, I feel like... I feel like you have to drink a lot of hard Baja Blast before you'll appreciate regular Baja Blast. I've never had, I mean, I've only had like Look, regular Mountain Dew you have to and be, Code Red. And that's you it. have to go to Taco Bell when they're actually milking the Baja Blast monster in the back. And when you get it like strictly fresh off the teat, <laughs> fresh off the teat. it's real good. But in, in other I've words, seen that Futurama episode before. 
In other words, I just watched it last night. The slurm. The slurm, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't want Baja Blast unless you super fucked up. Yeah. Because it is not a good it, flavor. It's, it's really not. But it when you're like, fucked up, it's like this magical <laughs> nectar of the gods. Of how is this so good? You, you know the meme of like the different levels of the brain uh, activity, right? Yeah. And it's like that has to do with how drunk you are as you're drinking Baja Blast. Is yeah. this going to be like a sobriety check? Like a cop pulls you over and it, rather than blowing in a, a breathalyzer, you have to take a sip of Baja Blast. <laughs> and yeah, you can and react he, to it. He arrests you based off the face you make. Like, like you immediately spit take it. He's like, oh, no, you're good. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> you're good to go. Oh, Get man, it. can it's I have like, another uh, ship? No, you got to come with me, bud. Sorry. So yeah. uh, so there's a lot of tacos you got over there in that passenger seat. Uh, anything you want to tell me about? <laughs> nope. Nope. No, it's 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 happening. And, and at this I know point, it is, but I don't want it to happen. But then I do. That's the <laughs> so, sad so like, thing. I'm yeah, so like, morbidly like, like, curious. Yeah, no, no. And, and I, I will, I will, I will take this bullet for the team because I I'm morbidly curious. Now it it kind of disappoints me that okay, so you got regular Mountain Dew flavor. I'm assuming you got Baja Blast. You got Black Cherry, which like yeah. I like. Why don't I don't understand why they didn't just lean in and do like. You know, Baja Blast, regular, Code Red, well, and then... They've got this other weird one at Taco Bell, which is like an orange, like, specifically, like, overly citrus-flavored Mountain Dew that they serve in the mornings for their breakfast. So they have breakfast Mountain Dew? Yeah. Ew. So, <laughs> yes. for a while, Bojangles had the Southern Shock Mountain Dew, which yep. was Fruit Punch Mountain Dew, and... When you got it right after they had milked the monster in the back, mm, it was real, real good. But like inevitably, like half the time I would get it and like they didn't have the syrup turned up enough. Yeah. It was too much carbonated water. And I'm just like, ugh, this just this sucks. This is not good. Yeah, and I was just say that's the other key to any good soda is that carb level to, to syrup level. And it, when it's on, it's on. And oh, when yeah. it's bad, it's Taco bad. Taco Bell's great about that. We just crank all that syrup up. Yeah. You know, and yeah, just give me diabetes meanwhile, yeah, in a well, glass. Meanwhile, like a zero sugar, like Baja Blast as a flavor is already questionable enough. And now you're giving me the zero sugar version of it. Yeah. This is going to be real gross. Yeah, I'm very curious. I shouldn't be. Baja but. curious? <laughs> Only if I can have gorditas that night. Oh, gorditas. Uh, all right. Are we ready for break? I want the Taco Bell so bad. We'll be back at 30. It's time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works, even though Jeff hasn't in a few episodes. It's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer on the show. We give it simple ones and zeros. Jeff, what is our first beer up? So we're talking about Gilda, uh, and we had their Red Rooster a couple episodes back. Which wasn't and, terrible. Uh, yeah, and, and there's two beers that they've had in the market for the maybe the last six months or so. Maybe a year. Over point. a year. Yeah, Probably. 
and the other one is uh, their German lager Pilsener. Pilsener. Man, I don't. I guess I, maybe it's the market here, but I'm kind of conditioned to expect a crispy boy, and this was kind of a sweet sugary boy. That it was kind of gross. I didn't like it. No buy. Yeah, it was a. It's an old boy too, and makes an old. Nothing like buying something today. That's eleven months old. At, yeah, and then looking at the can and seeing, oh, uh, this was packaged three twenty four of last year. Yeah. So either nobody's buying this beer, in which case, again, I say, why would you come to this town? And go up against an entrenched German brewery, but whatever. But yeah. also, why would you go to Total Wine to buy beer? Because it's old. Check check your date to Total Wine, Jeff. I know. Anyway, uh, I mean, look, it's it's an eleven month old Pilsner, and I don't think that freshness is going to save this uh, this thing. It it just it tastes sickly, and I don't like it. Um, no buy, Josh. Your thoughts. Yeah, this this reminds me of drinking a bad Coors Banquet. And I know y'all nerds are banquet beer lovers, or at least one of you is. I am. No, uh, I I would wrap This is like Rolling Rock. Nah. Mm. Nah, we fight on that one. Uh, Rolling Rock at least has a little bit of a hop kick to it. This just tastes like fucking corn syrup. And so it syrup? is not good. Absolute no buy. Next beer up. So uh, at the Total Wine, really looking for some uh, a, a couple of local seasonal beers to send uh, to the different parts of the United States. And lo and behold, I see that Oscar Blues has a beer called Double Dales. You all know Dales Pale Ale, right? Yeah. Who? Dale, Dales Pale Ale. Uh-huh. So an imperial version of a pale ale would be a... IPA? Wrong. It's an Imperial IPA. Ah. It's a double IPA. Uh, 9%. There's not anything really discussed on this can. Uh, that being said, um, maybe it's the fact that I just don't drink a lot of beer during the week anymore, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I bought it. I'm okay with it. I'm not going to... This isn't going to be like a fridge beer or something like that, but... Uh, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'd buy it. Well, I think I like regular Dales better. Um, this, I had pretty high hopes for it when, uh, you floated, you know, the yep. existence of this can in the keyser. I'm like, I really want to try that. Yep. We have to try that tonight. And now I'm kind of wishing we didn't. Um, I think it's perfectly adequate and it's not bad. I'm just not going out of my way to drink this anymore. I went from like really excited to just like whelmed. Josh, your thoughts on this? All the whelmed. All the whelmed. So, you know when you have one of those nights where maybe you had a little too much and Taco Bell and Baja Blast sound really good? Yeah. That's what this beer reminds me of. Of it sounds good on paper (laughs) and then you have it and kind of like what Wells said, um, I'd rather just have Dale's to be honest. Just, Dale's is good. Just give me some pale ale. Like, what's the need for this? I, I I guess I just don't understand what the need for it is. I'd rather just have the old blue, to be honest. So for that reason, I have to give it a no buy. Right on, Jeff. 
Next beer up. Next beer up uh, from Zillacoa. Thanks, Wells, for bringing this. Um, this is their... Um, American-style rye wine. Okay, that is the actual name. American-style yeah. rye wine with Brettanomyces. Um, Chinook, Citra, Super, Sazer hops. Uh, fermented in a footer. Triple dry hopped. 100% re-fermented in this bottle. Brewed uh, as a collaboration with Highwire. Um, I got really excited because when you say rye wine, I immediately think of Rye Way to Heaven. Unfortunately, when you say rye wine, I think of Rye Way to Heaven. And this is decidedly not that by a long shot. Not necessarily in a bad way. It just, I'm thinking like, chewy and sweet and sumptuous and this is very much like the Brett and the Futter have kicked this rye wine's ass um, it's a little sharp and, and it's just it's it's a bit it's a bit much for me I want to like it but it's the Brett is just a little too strong for me um, I'm going to pass on this one no buy well they had me at bread. Well, okay, they had me at rye wine, but it's like, you're going to... They gonna, had you at Zillicoa, let's be honest. You, Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about that. They lost me a little bit with uh, High Wire, but they had me at Zillicoa. And it's not as sharp as I kind of was hoping for with an American-style rye wine. Um, well, not as sharp. I, I don't think this is very sharp. I think it's kind of on the gentle side with the, the, the Brett finish. Um, 9.2%. It almost kind of has a little bit of a Band-Aid taste to it. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to know... Like, I don't hate it, but I just don't like it enough to buy it. Josh already had me coded as a buy. And I'm like, nope. I really thought you were going to be, to be honest. You got purvised. I did. You got purvised. Sorry, bud. That's okay. I like it, but I'm not like... In love. love You're not... Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I would agree with Jeff. I feel like the, the Fodor and the Brett just took this thing over to the point where it, <clears throat> not something I would want. I just, it's an interesting beer. And and I have respect for the effort that had to go into making this. Right. I just, I, it's not enjoyable to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff, final beer up? Final beer up from Zebulon. Um, brewery here in North Carolina. This is their traditional imperial stout. Uh, and and <laughs> kind of one of the funny things about Zebulon is uh, they're just really good at making, and I hate to use the B word here, but basic beer. But they do it so freaking well. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, it talks about intense chocolate and coffee notes. This is Roasty AF. It is delicious. It is, it's the kind of beer that reminds me what an Imperial Stout is supposed to be. Not the overly cloying, sweet, adjuncted, everything else. It's just, it's super dry. It kind of slaps you in the face a little bit. And it's just, it, it's just a good roasty Imperial Stout. It's really sneaky at 11%. Um, 
I don't think we've had a Zebulon beer yet that we've been like, oh, this one sucks. They do a really good job. Yeah. They're worth they're worth taking the gamble on. I'm a buy. Well, I mean, on the show, off the show, I've never had a Zebulon beer that I've been like, meh. Um, this this is not a shy beer. This is big roast, um, big bitterness. Um, it's not a, a polite eleven percent. I think it's a little on the hot side. Um, thinner bodied. It's so good though. Like I, I bought this and then they did their take on a pastry stout. I know, but it just has like coconut in it. So, um, I've, I've, I've never had a bottle from Zebulon that's missed and I, I don't ever want to keep it up guys. Uh, this is a solid buy. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, Josh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. For just a non adjunct, non pastry, non barreled, like not non barreled, but um, you know, just the, I hate saying the word, but plain assed out, knocks it out of the park. It is chocolatey. It is roasty. It is, yeah, this is delicious. Big, huge buy. Nothing wrong with a good PAS. No, not at all. It's time for, I'd, I'd tap that. It's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what are you going to put in your kegerator? Jeff, where are you going, man? Um, you know, I, I'll probably end up regretting this. Um, in a vacuum when I've got a full can of this drink on my own. I'm going to go Double Dales. Um, I know you guys weren't fans of it, but, um, you know, and again, maybe it's partially in tune to uh, me cutting out beer during the week, and I'm just, like, excited to have something. And I bought a six-pack of it. I'm excited about it, and so I'm going to, you know, like... Gush over it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oversell it to myself because I'm going to make myself love it. Um the Zebulon is probably the better beer. I just don't need a keg of that. Fair enough. Well, uh, I was just saying, I don't think it really matters because Wells yeah, and I it, only yeah, bought one beer. It doesn't matter what the heck. Yeah, I'm totally going to, I'm going to pull a self and say, I'm going to tap something that I didn't buy. No, uh, oh, come on, it happened one time. I know. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean that Zebulon deserves it though. It, it does. does. It, it really does. It's really good. And and, and the, the sad part is, is I had no idea Double Dales existed. Yep. And when you brought that cannon and you showed me, I got all excited in my jimmies. Like, yep. yes. I tell you what, I'll leave you one. Okay. Because I don't really need five more cans of it, but I'll leave you one, and then we can compare notes. You know in a different setting. I, I'll be very curious because, I mean, again, honestly, I'd rather just have a can of the old blue. Like, it feels, it feels like it's got way more hot profile to it than that does, which is weird to say. Yeah. So, eh, whatever. Uh, but This uh, has it, more it, of a bolt back, though. It's not, it's not just uh, by default. Uh, Zebulon does deserve it. No, 100%. That oh, yeah. is a fantastic beer. It, it, is, it is the best made beer of the batch. I just don't know that. Yeah, fair enough. Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Craftbeercast.com on the interwebs. Go check us out. Uh, contact at craftbeercast.com, especially if you have a bottle of Utopias or access to one that you would like us to uh, uh, possibly get. We will have it on the show. We will name drop you and gush all over you and post it on the website and whatever. Uh, we'll pay for it. Uh, we just we just love to have access to it. Um, and if you want the show to end, just get a bottle of Utopias. No, we will we're walk not away. In the I, know, show. I know. I know. I know. Jack. 
Unless that's the motivation you need, in which case totally do it. I want a Utopia <laughs> Sparrow Aged Baja Blast. <gasps> and then I'll end the show. <laughs> because craft beers jump the shark and we're done here. Well, but you know, Sam Adams is making the hard Mountain Dew. Sam Adams makes Utopias. It's not out of the realm of possibility oh God, don't, to have a Utopia Sparrow Aged don't, don't Baja Blast. Me. Don't tip me. Don't tip me. Don't tip me. What else? Where are you at? Oh, besides utterly disgusted, you can find me at all the wells on Instagram and Twitter. Josh, you. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend, tell somebody. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Post stories and news and all that fun stuff up there. And other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye.